in further making dinner news. I once again decided I want to make stuffed peppers tonight. Again? Well, I haven't made any yet because I finally went and got foil. Ah. Right, which was the limiting issue last time. Uh Uh-huh. So I get my foil out, I get my pepper out, I cut my pepper, I get some onions out to cut up, I get my turkey out, I get all my seasoning out. And then I reach for the rice and realize, huh, I have about an eighth of a cup of rice left in this box. (laughs) Mark! (laughs) So stuffed peppers, again, did not happen. I ended up needing to chop all my veggies and cook everything in a pan, and this time I had some pasta. (laughs) Mark! But it's okay. Then I went to Target. But, I bought two but boxes. But way to improvise, though. Way I know. Like, I had this red lentil pasta from Trader Joe's. That's super good. Ooh. It's like, I fancy. haven't had, like, I haven't cooked for myself normal, like, white or wheat pasta in a long time. I've just been doing this red lentil stuff because it actually tastes uh, really good. Ooh, I'm uh, Mark. I'm so cool. I don't eat white or wheat pasta ever. And there's nothing to be with doing cool. If you go to an Italian restaurant, I'll definitely partake of the most carb-heavy pasta, because I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the red lentil stuff, like, it actually tastes really good. It's high in protein and all that good stuff, too, so. Nice. But it just, like, it feels full filling without needing to make all that much, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. That's so I, good. Yeah. That's always a plus. Yeah, and it was also nice that I remembered to get an onion this week for a little extra flavor. Lit. Onions are the best. They are good. I just kind of, like, I don't know. Like, I, I hate dealing with produce over an extended period of time yeah like that's why i like bell peppers because i can eat either i mean i could just chop up an entire bell pepper and if i chop it up i can just have that entire thing in one meal yeah and they're cheap because they're perfect they're, they're perfect e- meal-sized peppers exactly they're easy to deal with versus an onion is not like that you have to slowly deal with it i never remember how you're supposed to actually chop an onion so i always do it wrong i just kind of hack at uh. it yeah. Uh, but I like see, onions. So. See, I learned and I'm like, I feel really badass whenever I chop onions because I'm like, yeah, I can chop this right. How do you chop it? Do you chop it like, so there's like, you know, there's like a top and a bottom of an onion where the things are. Do you cut it like in between those? Okay. So there's like a, there's a top end and a butt end. Yeah. And you cut it vertically and then immediately place the cut side of both pieces down on the cutting board. So you cut along the prime meridian. Yes. Huh. That's interesting. And then, and then immediately place it down on the cutting board. Mm-hmm. And then each half, what you do is you cut it, you take your knife horizontally and cut it twice horizontally. What? Almost half, almost all the way through, but not all the way through. So it stays as one piece of onion. Okay? Okay. And then you chop vertically in thin slits however big you want your chunks of onion to be but almost all the way through not all the way through okay and then you go along it in the opposite direction from both of those cuts are you picturing this i just i don't know i think i just like so i'm just having a hard time picturing where you're going with this like i think i understand but it just seems so foreign to do something as stupid as place it and cut your knife horizontally along the onion if you have a sharp knife it's easy i'm not saying you can't do with your knife you need to sharpen your knife it's not talking about difficulty it's talking about it just sounds like a stupid thing to do 
do you want to understand the reasoning behind it once I finish my That's, story? Yeah, just keep going. You're the one who stopped. <laughs> I asked you a question, then you didn't even answer it. You don't. You never said I'm if you know what I'm it. saying. You okay, do two then, horizontal slices and thin vertical slices, but at no point do you cut the entire way through. Okay, and then you turn your knife 90 degrees from those horizontal slices, or those vertical slices, and then you cut it vertically so it just, like, shatters into little chunks. Yeah, you're cubing you, the onion. Yeah, as you slice along the onion, and then you get to the butt end, and then you throw that away. Because the butt end is the end that leaks the, I don't know if they're enzymes or whatever that make your eyes water. The The chemicals that make your eyes water are concentrated the most in the butt end. So when you cut that part of the onion, it's when your eyes water the most. Okay. So if you just cut up to that point and then throw it away, your eyes don't water. Okay. That's a lot more work than I would put into cutting an onion. Really? It's way easier than cutting an onion any other way I've found. Well, teach their own. I'm more of a cut through the equator and then come up with discs and chop as I need. Yeah, you're you're what we like to call wrong, but that's fine. Actually, no, I'm going to stand by it. Your way is probably more convenient if you just need partial onion. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't – I use like – But if like you want to just an like – onion at a time. If you want to just like batch chop your onion and then like have a little Tupperware container in the fridge of just chopped onion that you can just throw into stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you might as well just do it all at once. No, I understand that's what, that. I understand. Personally, that's what I do. Yeah, no, I understand that. Uh, and there are some vegetables that I do that with. I think it's just like it's probably more than anything. Just growing up, you know, my parents never chopped onions that way. It's like you chop what you need, and then you just have a hunk of onion left that you put in as a block bag, put back in the fridge, and that's just like what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. So it's just how I operate. And it's really, actually, yeah, the only thing that I would chop a lot of and save is peppers, but that's just because I use them so frequently. Yeah. So. I don't know. And I also find chopping, like, I like chopping vegetables. I think that it's fun. I don't mind doing it each time I need to cook. But yeah, that's what I ate for dinner. It was good. Nice. Honestly, probably, even though it wasn't involved at all, probably the most involved meal I've cooked in months because it had more than just peppers it also had onions and seasonings way to go mark i finally Proud got i finally got a bunch of seasonings at target as well what's your favorite seasoning um hmm, that's a tough question to answer because it depends on the kind of dish yeah i i kind of asked you an impossible question all i mean in, i'm praying in, you don't turn this around on me in general the safest thing that I that I use if I'm gonna just if someone just has seasoned something that you're cooking, it would be a mix of onion and garlic powder. Okay. That's just like the standard thing for me. Uh some people have gotten me into paprika, so I put a little bit of paprika into my meal tonight. Uh but I definitely don't have a nuanced enough palate to even care about like small amounts of salt and pepper or anything. Like I don't use salt and pepper pretty much ever. Okay. Uh like there are some times where like if I'm feeling fancy and I'm making a scrambled eggs, I'll put a little bit of pepper on those. That does taste pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh that's a dad thing for me. Uh Yep. Yeah, same. 
But yeah, I don't know. I'd say onion and garlic powder are the kind of normal okay. things. And then if and then if this if it fits, I just have like a standard boring blend of Italian seasonings. Mm. That is good for multi-purpose things. Actually, when I was an intern, one of my favorite lazy weekend meals was English muffin pizzas. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, I like that was the summer I I'd never had them before. I'd had like frozen bagel <laughs> bites, but I'd never done English muffin pizzas and I actually discovered that they existed at all because of a stand-up comedian yes! that I watched. <laughs> okay. I love English muffin pizzas. They're just like the epitome of my childhood. They they're so nostalgic and last time I made them I got made fun of for a solid six months afterwards for it. By people at college or something? Uh, or yeah. people from so college? I made it at my... Um, I was living on campus at the time, and my boss was letting me cook in his apartment because otherwise I'd have to share like a, a dorm building kitchen, which was just a disaster. So I was cooking in his, in his apartment, but he happened to like have guests over that evening. Okay. And so they're all watching me cook. And they, I come in with like my backpack of food and they're like, so what are you cooking for dinner tonight? And I had no idea there was going to be other people there or else yeah. I would have chose something else for dinner that night. <laughs> and I was like, I'm making English muffin pizzas and none of them had heard of it. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean English muffin pizzas? And as I tried to explain it, I tried to do my best to make it sound like chefy and adult, but it just came off as like super like the epitome of just trashy college uh, food. I, I can't imagine how you could twist that, no matter how hard you tried. There's, like, there's no way. Yeah, I'm good. I with tried words. as hard as I could, but I crashed and burned. And so they they made fun of me for the rest of that evening. And then every once in a while for the next couple months, I would see one of them because the people who he, the guests that he had over were also employees of the college. So they worked on campus. So I saw them frequently because I went to a small school. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, one of them would be like, so you have any English muffin pizzas recently? <laughs> see, I don't, I don't get the big deal. Like, may, like I had no background for this. This was, I was a junior. I just finished my junior year in college. And a stand-up comedian that I watched mentioned that he likes making English muffin pizzas. And I immediately recognized the genius of the idea. <laughs> it's an amazing idea. Because it's so it easy. You can you so can easily well. cook as many or as few as you need in that moment. Like, it's super and, quick. And they're delicious. And they're delicious. But that's why they're perfect for Italian seasoning. Because it, it gives you that extra bit yes. of fanciness to them. <laughs> I also now know what I'm having for dinner tomorrow night. I've been trying to think about that. <laughs> it's going to be a while till I uh, decide to go buy the ingredients for that. But see, I have to uh, go grocery shopping tomorrow morning before work, so like, okay, I'm in my mind mentally writing down these grocery items right now. <laughs> Fantastic, because I'm so excited. Because <laughs> I'm a child. Uh, it's okay. It's okay to be a child sometimes. You gotta be. How, exactly. Like, how are you gonna survive adulthood if you don't have a little bit of a child in you? Exactly. Should we, let's, so let's, let's, let's segue here into Mark's comic for this week. 
which is Speed Bump by Dave Coverly. So the scene opens in an operating room with doctors surrounding a patient on the operating table and one holding a scalpel over the patient as someone enters the room holding a small brown square. The doctor holding the scalpel over the patient says, Wait a minute. All this looking and his wallet was in his pants pocket the whole time. <laughs> That's funny. They, did they think his wallet was in the, his body? Who's to say? <laughs> That's, that would have been awkward if they lost his wallet in his own body. <laughs> but also, like, would you have to call your credit card company and get your, like, cards canceled and stuff if you knew where your wallet was but just couldn't access it? Hmm. Well, I guess it depends on whether you think that you could access it later. Yeah, because I guess you probably <laughs> want new cards. Yeah, probably. I mean, you wouldn't have to, but I assume that there are a lot of companies that probably require you to cancel before you obtain a new one. Yeah. Unless you want to hit on your credit report. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And you'd have to get a new driver's license and stuff. That would be a whole thing. But what happens, like, would he have to have someone drive him to the DMV to get a new license? Or, like, well, I don't like, think what if he got D- pulled over? Well, then you'd well, be in trouble. Well, oof. actually, not necessarily. I don't know. I actually. But what if you're like, I have my license on me. It's the, just in me. The understanding that I've always had is that it's not illegal to drive without your license on you. Oh, like you, there is some grace period within how you can prove it. But obviously, if, if like in that particular situation, it might be best to hitch a ride if possible. Yeah, especially because you're probably like hopped up on painkillers at that moment. At, at best. Because you've, you've just had surgery and stuff, yeah. yeah. Maybe you shouldn't be operating a motor vehicle if you've... Probably not. That reminds me when I... Uh, I've probably told you this story directly, but it's still my favorite thing, is when I got my... Uh, I had surgery on my thumb in high school after I broke it. And, you know, when I came out of anesthesia, they're doing all the things like don't do anything with your life for the next day. Like take this Vicodin. Uh, we have to wheel you out in a wheelchair. Don't do all this stuff. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So they're like, okay, don't, don't need any heavy meals. Here's a bottle of Vicodin. We're going to roll you out on this wheelchair. So I get out in the stupid wheelchair. And of course it's just to the threshold of the door. Once I'm at the parking lot, it's like, okay, I'm going to get up and walk to the car with my dad. Uh, and they say, okay, no strenuous physical activity for blah, 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 blah. And I say, oh, man, I was going to go for my run this afternoon. And the lady, get, the nurse gives me this horrified look. And then says, you can't do that. And says, just make sure not to eat any big meals. And I was like, okay, whatever. So <laughs> so my dad and I get in the car, and I was like, hey, you want to go to Witch Witch? <laughs> for those of you who aren't aware of which which the standard sub is like an eight inch behemoth uh toasted sub and of course i got a malt and chips and that was great and then i took some ibuprofen when i got home and played basketball that afternoon <laughs> with my one arm oh my gosh mark <laughs> and i was I fine you were kidding when you asked like hey you want to go to which which no i was serious i went to which which like i was fine Okay. I mean, it was the same. I, I can't believe I haven't told you the story, or that like doesn't sound familiar no, to you. Because the same thing doesn't. happened 
the day <laughs> earlier in the surgery when they told me, hey, have a nice breakfast like you can't eat after 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. So it's like, cool, I'll have a nice breakfast. <laughs> My dad and I went to Perkins and I got a tremendous 12 at 530 in the morning. Yes. And then I go in and the anesthesiologist like, hey, what'd you have for breakfast? And I could tell he wasn't going to like my answer. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, uh, he got real mad because uh, the nurse literally said, go have yourself a nice big breakfast. If they wanted if they wanted to be more specific, they should have been more specific. Yeah, it was before 6 a.m. though. Also, he yelled at me for like having too many carbs. He was like, you can't have like heavy carbs like that. You just, we mean like a piece of toast or a bowl of cereal. I'm like, that's all carbs. I had like all eggs and meat. <laughs> that's what a tremendous 12 is. What the heck? Uh, and then, you know, he gave me various warnings. Like, you know, sometimes when people are under general anesthesia, they just kind of like their body just starts involuntarily flipping out. So I say, nah, don't worry. I'll try to control it. Like, you know, like a joke, because I'm I'm 16. Yeah. And he just stares at me dead and says, you won't be able to. All right, bud. <laughs> like, he was, like, I understand why it's serious, but also mm-hmm. I was 16, you know? I was just trying to be in a jocular mood at 10 a.m. Yeah, let the boy make uh, some jokey jokes. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun experience overall. <laughs> yeah. But none of this has anything to do with this comic. Okay. Be- believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to talk about medical procedures. <laughs> that was not the goal. I wanted to talk to you about wallets, Grant. Ooh. Because I figure that you're a fun person to talk to about wallets. I got some opinions. So last year... Some opinions that I don't follow. <laughs> last year, Aaron got me a very nice, uh, like, handmade leather wallet. Ooh. And I've broken it Wait, in. From where? What? Can she get me one? Uh, if you that pay her like... for it, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Yo, Aaron, where do you get Mark's wallet from? Saddleback Leather Company. Oh, oh man, mm-hmm. that's a good wallet. I it, know it what is. wallet it is now because yep. I know of this company because I lust after their products. <laughs> but the big difference. Is that it is my very first bifold wallet. Oh. Never had bifold. I've always had a trifold. Hmm. And that's not for any particular reason. It's just like my dad's always had a trifold. So like my $20 JCPenney wallet that I had for years was also a trifold. Yeah. Uh, But this is a bifold. I kind of like it. But it was just wallets came into my mind when I had a very uncomfortable experience today. Where I was jogging back to my car, and my wallet rotated 90 degrees in my back pocket. Ooh. Like, I don't know if you're a back pocket wallet guy. Oh, yeah, I'm a back pocket. But it's the most uncomfortable sensation when your wallet's in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's so, it's just so wrong. I hated every second of it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I would have stopped running just to turn my wallet oh, I did. back the right way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's Oof. that. The other thing is when, like, 90% of the time you can just sit down and it never bothers you, but then the one time that you sit down and it, you're just hyper aware of your wallet Yep. for no particular reason. Absolutely. It's just suddenly in the wrong place. <laughs> you're like, dang yes, it, why sir. now? 
So I was wondering, so, okay, so what are your opinions on wallets? Because you said that you have some. They should be as slim as possible. Okay. That's my main opinion. Like, this, the whole, like, bulging wallet full of cards thing is not what I'm about. I agree with that in principle. Um, I also strongly believe that a wallet that only holds cards is pointless because oh, you like should just like the super slim wallets that's just like a card folio thing yeah. yeah like every young person should have some cash on them you should be able to do you should be able to like get dinner without having to pull out your card if you have to hmm that's an interesting way of thinking about it that, i definitely don't live that way <laughs> oh that's a, like it's something that I'm paranoid about. If I ever have if I ever have such little cash in my wallet that I can't like buy myself dinner, I am just like well, I need to find to get this buy yourself can... dinner. I'm looking at how much cash I have in my wallet and I'm wondering what you mean as buy yourself dinner. If I don't have 20 bucks in my wallet hmm. in bills that aren't just a single $20 bill, I'm really uncomfortable. Okay, so that's what you mean. you mean like buy yourself like an okay dinner. Yeah. Not like more I can realistically, afford a lunchable at CVS. Yeah, more realistically like be able to go to a restaurant and pay for dinner for myself and a guest. Ooh, that's, but, that's a lot more. That really depends on the restaurant. But also I guess See, I, yeah, that depends on the restaurant. So that's why I said buy myself dinner because that's really the dollar amount I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But you could, if you went to the right restaurant, do it for the same dollar amount. Maybe. Not as much nowadays that I'm learning. Now that Applebee's has crossed the, like, $12 a meal threshold. Yeah. But if you go to McDonald's and get two cheeseburgers, that's yeah, like two bucks. I understand that, but then you're backtracking on your rule of buying yourself dinner that's not a Lunchables. I could go to McDonald's with the cash in my wallet, but I Mark, couldn't. Mark, we're not having this conversation about McDonald's. Okay, Wendy's. I could go to the local Jack <laughs> okay, in the Box. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. This is the I, weird I'm thing. I'm emotionally attached to those restaurants. I have to get used to such a weird array of fast food restaurants here. It's all different. I bet. Like, there's one DQ Orange Julius. It's the only DQ type thing I've seen in all of California. Is it a grill and chill or just a DQ Orange Julius? I haven't gone in there because I'm too afraid to walk in there and realize that it's just an Orange Julius when I want a burger. <laughs> okay, I the other day at lunch, I someone was talking about Dairy Queen for like ice cream, and I was like, "So we have a mutual friend who always refers to Dairy Queen as the grill and chill." Oh my gosh! <laughs> Do you know who this mutual friend is? No, Mark? I don't, but I hate that. Can it's you give me Tim. an initial? Okay, it is. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and so he only refers to it as the grill and chill. So, so I've annoying. started doing the same because I think it's hilarious. Okay. And so someone brought up Dairy Queen at lunch the other day, and I jokingly called it the grill and chill just to, like, make myself chuckle, really. It was probably a stupid thing to do. But yeah. they were like, what do you mean the grill and chill? And I was like, have you never been to a grill and chill? And so then they started, like, crapping on the fact that Dairy Queens sell food now and how, like, they would never get food from a Dairy Queen. And I was like, are you kidding me? 
Grillin Chills are like the illest of all Dairy Queens. Yeah, but that's because these are people who grew up in the areas where it was Orange Julius that then got taken over by DQ. Yeah. And I suspect that this is some old holdover, because it says DQ Orange Julius, and at best those things sell hot dogs, but I'm (laughs) definitely not buying a hot dog at any sort of DQ. (laughs) Yeah, true, true. Uh, So yeah, I don't know, but it's just weird. So there's Jack in the Box, there's Hardee's slash carl's jr and oh, those yeah, three there's a hardy's near me i've never been to a hardy's it's not like i actually i'm not even sure if i've been to one but i just like for some reason i have a negative connotation towards them it sounds sad yeah jack in the box is basically wendy's with a different color scheme yep uh, like as far as i know they're different but like they do they do the same types of burgers with the, with mayo and stuff which isn't my deal mm-hmm. uh, in and out is actually pretty good yeah it's a very people long like, drive through People, like, brag about In-N-Out like crazy. They have... And so they have really good cheap shakes. Ah. Like, they have... You, you know, like, the shakes that they had? Like, just a certain consistency that they had in high school? Yeah. Like, just the weird, like, shake machine type ice cream? Like, it actually tastes mm-hmm. pretty good, but it's just a... It's not like a blended ice cream shake. It's not like a milkshake. It's just a, yeah. a shake. They have that kind of thing. And, like, mm-hmm. I like the strawberry flavor. You know, it's the, like, hyper pink, <laughs> like, gum, uh, oh my gum pink, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, actually, like, it's actually pretty good. Like, it's it's probably the best really cheap fast food. Mm-hmm. Like, it is pretty cheap compared to, like, how a lot of fast food is not cheap anymore other than Wendy's. Yep. But Wendy's is only cheap because of the four for four. Yeah. I'll admit, McDonald's is not cheap when I go. It's just, like, it's not that cheap no matter what anymore. Like, it's, you can, but it it's really not. You gotta, like, push yourself to be frugal if you're going to one of those places, like a fast food place yeah, and you want to like, be cheap. you know, McDonald's doesn't have a dollar menu anymore. They have an extra value menu, so it's just total crapshoot what's on there. But they have stuff for a dollar. Yes. But like I'll admit that they are not A small not fry and a same. pop drink. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think they're parfaits or a dollar anymore. I'm going to admit I'm not sure. When I go to McDonald's, I'm not eating parfaits. <laughs> I, I, I like McDonald's breakfast a lot. That's yeah. my pre-flight meal. <laughs> oh, gosh. They got solid breakfast. Yeah. Hash browns for McDonald's? Yes, please. <laughs> That's all I can say about them. Ugh. Like... I don't know. Have we talked about McDonald's before, Mark? No, because you always want to cut me off because then you want to go. That's why we try not to talk about food. Yet here I was attempting to talk about wallets. And now we're talking about fast food. <laughs> should we segue back to wallets or should we I continue really talking about fast food? I'm fine talking about fast food. We might as well at this point. It's keeping us going. I can't control myself when I walk into a McDonald's. <laughs> You've mentioned this before. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Um... I got McDonald's like a month and a half ago, and I'm my body still like is recovering from it. <laughs> I had like four thousand calories in a single meal for McDonald's, Mark. That's pretty impressive. It was horrifically amazing. Because hmm. I know, so you, I think off air, you gave me a rundown of the sort of stuff that you get at McDonald's. It's okay if you don't want to do it on air, <laughs> but okay. I'm interested in a more official recap. 
So my last McDonald's meal was not my biggest McDonald's meal ever. That's fine. Let's and just I'm, say, like, what are the staples? Like, I remember you said you're a Big Mac guy, right? So last time I skipped the Big Mac because I've started to decide that it's not worth the price. How much like, you're are paying, they? They're like five bucks. Oh, yeah. It's definitely not worth it. Like, at that point, get, like, quarter pounders. You can get a 20-piece for that much. <laughs> That's right. You can now. <laughs> So like I've I've steered away from the Big Macs, but I'll definitely like hit one every once in a while, maybe like maybe once every year or something, just like out of this nostalgia factor, you know. But the last McDonald's run I did, I stayed I stayed relatively conservative. I, okay, no, it wasn't. It was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you um, said did say relatively. The word relatively gives you quite a security blanket relative to eating the entire planet of jupiter it was pretty conservative um so i got a a bacon mcdouble or whatever Mm. two patties and bacon a triple cheeseburger um another bacon mcdouble a medium fry and then a 20-piece. Yeah, I guess you're not kidding. And it was transcendent. Now, how how long before and after did you eat? So that one was a dinner that took place around 6.30. Okay. I, I purchased the food around 6.00. Mm-hmm. And then by 6.30, I was ready to go. Like, because I purchased the food on my way back to my apartment from somewhere. Okay. And so, I was, like, already hangry on my way to McDonald's. And then, okay. like, by the time I was to my apartment, I, like, I got in my apartment, took off my jacket, and started tearing into the bag. Like, sure. the bag did not fit back together afterwards. There was a tear through it. Um, that's how savage it was, but I had had lunch at like noon and I'd had like a cup of soup. So it wasn't like a big lunch, mm-hmm. but it was like, I ate lunch. Okay. But I definitely did not eat breakfast the next morning. Okay. If that's what you're wondering. Yeah. That's good to know. I waited to eat until like three the next day. Okay. <laughs> Cause I was still full. That's reasonable. Uh, hmm. interesting yeah I definitely I don't know I just like I can't binge eat in the way that I used to be able to like my like if I'm deciding like I'm gonna get some bad food yeah every part of me wants to be able to eat more except for the parts that matter yep <laughs> you know so that would wreck me in so many ways I think the last time that I went to McDonald's was as a very quick meal before I moved into my apartment because I just needed calories. And that was like, I probably had like $2 cheeseburgers and a large fry. Actually, no, I feel like I also got like a four-piece chicken McNugget or something. But that's obviously like a third to a fourth of what you had. So... Yeah, mm. I normally I normally can't binge eat, but I have some like 
I'll admit, they're like emotional points of weakness. Mm-hmm. Where just like I want McDonald's is what I eat when I want to eat my feelings. Okay. When I'm like, I kind of had a like that meal that I described to you. I had had kind of a bummer of a day, and I was just like, "Bro, you just need to eat your feelings, treat yourself. We'll deal with this tomorrow." Mm. And okay. so, like, that's kind of more of what it was versus like, uh, "Yeah, I'm hungry. I want to eat dinner. This is what I order." Okay, I think that that's probably where the difference is then, because for me, that's like that's where a pint of Ben and Jerry's comes into play. Yeah. See, I skip the ice cream and go straight for the meat and buns. Yeah, I mean, there are times where I feel like, honestly, that might probably be better. I do have a slight lactose intolerance, so a pint of Ben and Jerry's rarely does me any good. That's bad. (laughs) Do you at least have Plan B pills? And by that, I mean lactose pills? It's not, like, bad. Like, I don't actually have, like, some sort of, like, diagnosed lactose intolerance. It's just more like... Like, there's your, obviously a correlation. Yeah, your tummy rumbles a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Like, some, and sometimes it's worse than other times. Uh, but anyway, yeah. It, honestly, just doing something like going to get McDonald's is probably better. I do remember one time, I think it was like a Friday night as an intern, not being able to sleep. I just feeling like particularly just kind of like, and I'm out here alone. Mm-hmm. It was probably like 10.30. I had gotten into bed, lied in bed on my phone for half an hour, decided I couldn't sleep, and then went to McDonald's. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a bad one. But again, that was still like, it was tempered. Like, I just got like a cheeseburger meal. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Interesting. Well, shall we move on? Yeah, let's go. I'll have to find another wallet one because I still have more wallet questions for you, but I think it's time. We need to talk about wallets more. We can skip my comic tonight if you want. No, that's not allowed. Okay. Okay. We have Ink Pen by Phil Dunlap. And sitting at a bar, or I guess a counter, I would guess, is what seems to be a Viking... And some sort of animal. I'm going to guess a pig. And the Viking says, You know, Hamhawk, sometimes I feel your world is not for me. Like this modern life has nothing to offer me except crushing disappointment. And just when I think I should pack it up back to Asgard, you show me that burgers can be served on waffles. And Hamhawk says, Next, pizza milkshakes. So first of all, I want to ask you, Mark, what's your go-to waffle topping? Ooh, I was hoping that you weren't going to ask me about things like chicken waffles. Oh, wow. This is, this is, is that what it is? No, I'm saying those aren't my thing. I was hoping that you weren't going to go there. Um, I didn't go there. You went there. I know. Uh, Waffle toppings. This really depends. It's, it, it depends on my mood. It's either going to be strawberries and whipped cream, mm-hmm. or just a bunch of chocolate chips. Wow, syrup doesn't even play into the equation. Well, I mean, if I will have like cheap syrup on my chocolate chip waffle, but okay. if it's strawberries and whipped cream, if they have like a strawberry syrup, I'll take that. But I really don't need it. Yeah, good call. So, I can respect in some of the both dorms, those choices. 
in the dorms in Comstock, where I was a CA my sophomore year, on Saturdays. Actually, well, Saturdays are when I typically would have breakfast in the dorm. Uh, but they often they had a nice waffle iron thing going on. But Comstock was nice because they always had a full ice cream bar that they actually kept stocked, which meant that there were always yes. chocolate chips over there. Yes. So that was always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? What's your waffle situation? I'm I'm a complicated waffle man. <laughs> of course you are. I got lots of different situations on how I'm feeling. And I just discovered one recently that I didn't know existed for me, but it came into my life. So typically I was either a like chocolate chips or Nutella man. Like in high school for a really long time, I would have like Eggo waffles and Nutella in for breakfast in the morning and it was amazing. Sure. And my metabolism was so fast that it didn't make me blow up like a balloon. Mm-hmm. But since then, I've kind of I've tried to back off the Nutella a little bit because I was a bit of an addict for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, syrup on waffles is good. I can respect that choice. Strawberries and like whipped cream is also a really good classic one. That just is delicious and like you like you just can't hate on it. If someone's talking crap about like strawberries and whipped cream on waffles, they're just a hater. Um But the one that recently I can owe this to my college because our chemistry department, which I was a part of, every year would have a um waffles and ice cream breakfast. Hmm. one morning and so they'd have like toaster waffles and then just ice cream to put on top of it and then like all sorts of like ice cream type toppings Mm -hmm. and dear lord it is amazing it is life-changing and so the other day i had some waffles and i had ice cream on top of them and it was just like it was great it was awesome it definitely wasn't breakfast but it was delicious okay i need a very important follow-up question in the situation where you did this for yourself, were these still toaster waffles? They were not. They were like hmm. waffle maker waffles. Hmm. But they were pretty I... thin waffle maker waffles. They weren't okay. like the one waffle at a time Belgian. waffle maker style. Yeah, they were Belgian waffles. Yeah. Okay, because that's because this is the thing. When you say what do you put on your waffles, my mind immediately goes to. Like a, you know, hotel Belgian waffle maker. Yeah. Right? If you had said Eggo, then I would have said the cheapest syrup it at the Walmart. You know? <laughs> like, because that's what I remember as a kid. Yeah. Uh, nothing else really makes sense. Dipping in Nutella, now I do that. I actually was a, I was down on Nutella for a long time for no good reason. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Like, when you said... You know, with toaster waffles, it makes sense because you toast it up. It's mm-hmm. actually reasonably close to a, uh, like a waffle cone. Yeah. You know, like, like crunchy I, I get and that. They got a bit of gooeyness inside them. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But the, 
I don't know. I can't imagine doing that with a Belgian waffle, if only so, because I respect the Belgian waffle. <laughs> they they weren't like the thick Belgian waffles. They were yeah, about yeah. the the like depth of an Eggo waffle, but they were mm. like homemade waffles. Okay, I got you. So they had a lot more fluff to them. A good like they were just they were beautiful waffles. Hmm. And interesting. It was just like. Oh god, I was just—it was kind of one of those like treat yourself mornings, bro. Yeah. So I got you. Because hmm. I mean, because the hard thing with this is that I'm just not much of a waffle person. That's a like I'm, I, I I'm like, not really either. To be I honest. like waffles. I'll make them for myself if I have the materials. But I—it's a rare occasion that I'd order a waffle in a breakfast place over pancakes. Yeah, same. You know, like it just because it just like. You mean you're telling even? It's ugh. harder to put peanut butter on a waffle, which is like the I'll, best pancake I'll, topping. Well, and I'm not gonna go there. I think we should there. end it there. I think we should no, end it there. We're, we still have a few minutes. No, I wanted to end it. <laughs> I know. I'm not gonna. I'm not even going to start this conversation about peanut butter on things with you. Dang uh, it! This is why all I I'm gonna say. Podcast. All I'm gonna say is like what's hard for me. Is you're telling me a waffle is the same cost as a stack of five pancakes? Yeah, and you expect I don't me to that. buy the a waffle? Yeah, versus this dense stack of pancakes? Like no like, way. <laughs> five pancakes could fill up like two people. A waffle like fills up half a person. Yeah, at best. Like if it were two waffles, now we'd be talking. Can I get one with strawberries and one with chocolate chips? Even better. <laughs> I get the but, economics of it that it's way easier to cook pancakes than waffles. Yeah. But like, technically. But as not. a consumer, it doesn't really matter to me. The production yeah. method. Yeah. And and also, yeah, it's it's also the decision thing. With pancakes, I have the option of doing things like getting half orders of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I go to OPH and it's like, ooh, I'll get a half order of chocolate chip and a half yes. order of bacon. Hashtag go to OPH because it's a great place. I want to. Every weekend I try to go and then it's like is way there... too busy to want to wait oh. by myself. Now I'm wondering, is there one in Illinois? I don't know. I was, I was kind of shocked that there are so many in California. I'm currently looking up I'm there. Looking up louder. Do I, okay find a restaurant link oh my god oh my god there's ones in illinois there are it has there has to be one in the chicago chicago <gasps> there's one in chicago. chicago 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 there's a lot in the chicago area yeah but other ones in the in the suburbs of chicago that's the important part oh my god there's one not that far from me it's only like 30 minutes away and they get i know i'm going for breakfast on saturday so this is the thing on both Saturday and Sunday this weekend, I went to OPH, and both times there are people just sitting outside. And I was like, ugh, no thanks. Yeah. It's just too, it, it's the whole, it's the Yogi Berra quote. Nobody goes there anymore because it's too busy. Yep. 36 minute drive, oof duh. Hmm. See but that's the I'd thing. I wish mine. I'd I wish mine were down. thirty-six minutes away because then I'd just wait. <laughs> Mine's like four minutes away, so oh. there's no. There's four there's minutes away. There's nothing special about it. There was and, no 
effort put into getting there. Yeah, and within four other minutes is an IHOP and a Broken Yolk Cafe, both of which are reasonably comparable. Yeah. So, oh well, I guess McDonald's. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, we can end it there. Are we really ending on, well, McDonald's? No, we're ending it on you saying, are we ending it on, well, McDonald's. Are we really ending on, well, McDonald's?